the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. She's blonde, 5'2". It's all I need, yeah. And 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea Kay. This is my America. Hump day. <laughs> it is hump day, isn't it? How are we going to get over the hump tonight on tonight's Andrea K. Show? I don't know. Um, it's still almost six dollars a gallon of gas. I don't know that I can afford to to push the pedal down to try to get over the hump. How about y'all? I'm seeing reports are that San Diego, the uh, Biden CPI Consumer Price Index misery. Report came out today. Dave Elhoff will be here on the next hour of the show to talk about it. But San Diego numbers seem higher than the rest of the nation. Aren't we just special out here in California? Aren't we just getting such a special deal? (laughs) Um, Why am I in such a good mood tonight? You know why I am? Because a couple of reasons. In spite of the what uh, Congresswoman Republican Tenney out of New York characterized as the fourth impeachment, the FBI raid. That's such a great characterization. In spite of that, last night we had primaries across the country and MAGA won huge last night. That's one reason why I'm in a good mood. And also because I got my partner in crime back with me tonight. Of course, we have such an amazing team here at uh, AM 1170, The Answer, that even though my buddy might be out occasionally, we've got great people to fill in. Thank you, DJ Jalapeno last night. But there ain't nothing better than having my comfort food back in the studio with me. Of course, I'm talking about DJ Potato Skins. This is about a gentleman whose heart is so big. DJ DJ His uh, approach is so authentic that it's undeniable. Andrea, the show is going to be huge. You're going to love it. It's going to win. It's going to win big. (laughs) No fake potato with you. No fake substitutes here. No synthetic tater on tonight's AK show. (laughs) (laughs) Glad to have you back, my dear. Good to be back. Yeah, I was missing you last night for sure. Um, We are going to get into some more details about what happened in the fourth impeachment, as well as some response to that. Some shocking information. Many people are are referring to um, this as Operation Crossdress. And we'll share with you why that is in in a few moments. We're also going to get into some of the details of the big wins last night in the primaries. And... um, I've got first time on the Andrea K show tonight. I got a friend of mine that I met recently doing a TV panel. His name is Chris Arps. He's a radio guy out of St. Louis, and he's also a member of something called Project 21. And he and other black conservatives across the country are trying to do something to help save local TV outlet One America News. And not just save One America News, but really save free speech in this country because the left is working hard to try to shut down conservative outlets. They want you to either, either by 
getting their carriage taken away from them and having them not able to have a broadcast signal or trying through threats of lawsuits, et cetera, to try to uh, control the message and the narrative, all in which they can control the outcome of the election. So I'm super excited to have Chris with us. Um, We are going to spend a little time. We're going to circle back to the tiny little man, but larger than life. Oh, I can't use that word I want to use against him. Guess who got booed? Oh, how the mighty have fallen. Guess who got booed throwing out the first pitch at a baseball game, but still thinks that he's the coolest cat in the universe. We're going to share that story with you later tonight, but we want to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Got a question for you guys tonight. A couple questions. The FBI and the Department of Justice has not issued a statement, done any kind of press conference or issued a press release. We know that the uh, Trump attorneys and Trump family, this well, this happened, of course, when Donald Trump was out, was out of town, and the family as well as attorneys were kept outside of the house while they conducted this raid. I was on a news outlet this morning and basically trying to control the narrative, like I just talked about, cautioned any of us on the panel from making any assumptions about what the FBI might have done and whether or not they might have done something untoward. In this raid, do you think the FBI deserves any kind of benefit of the doubt here in terms of that this raid was on the up and up? The fact that it happened at all and the way it went down proves that they were not acting on the up and up. And yet we're not allowed to make assumptions. Do you trust the FBI at this point? I do not. And this is unprecedented. It's never happened to any president ever before. And as stated on some of the earlier programs here on The Answer, they could have very easily just issued a subpoena and got this taken care of. But no, they had to heighten the alert level to make Trump look like he'd done something criminally wrong. But is it could it go deeper than that? 888-344-1170. Do you think there's a chance that our FBI and Department of Justice demanded that TV demanded that security cameras be shut off and that they uh, scrounged through the home denying the attorneys to be able to even be there a witness and let me remind you that when they go in and they do other kinds of raids and go into drug drug houses or whatever and they they will uh, they don't kick the person out of the house they tell them to go and stand in the corner so they don't contaminate the scene But they didn't even allow the attorney. They made his attorney stand at the end of a driveway and demanded that the security cameras be turned off. Thank goodness the Trump family said no. But do you believe that there's a chance that the FBI could have planted evidence? 888-344-1170. Or do you believe they deserve the benefit of the doubt at this point? There's polling numbers that came out today that actually shocked me that half of this country still trusts the FBI and the DOJ. Well, Andrea, I, I, I mean, if it if it walks like a duck and quacks like a duck, I mean, why would you turn it off unless you're going to do something you shouldn't be doing? It's just like the 2020 election. Well, what they've done successfully is, and and it's not even just been to Donald Trump. It, quite frankly, these were some of the same tactics that were done to Brett Kavanaugh. The 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 idea of removing innocent until proven guilty in this country. The plan to remove probable cause, to declare certain people that you hate guilty until proven innocent, has been increasing and increasing and increasing. And there's a lot of Americans, there's half, there's half this country that still thinks Brett Kavanaugh gang raped some girls. When there was absolute, when, when actually the accusers either were, because there were multiple, there was more than just Christine Blasey Ford. 
actually were found out, like one of which from North County, San Diego, just basically came out and admitted that she lied and made it all up. Right? Um, and, and half this country still believes that. Half this country still believes that Trump colluded with Russians, even though Mueller came out and said there was no, no evidence of that. And, and not only was there no evidence of it, the only evidence that they pretended that they had was a steel dossier paid for by Hillary Clinton, which was full of lies that they withheld when they went to the FISA court. They pretended that this Russian information actually came from a credible source when it came from Hillary Clinton, who paid for this smear campaign. In other words, they planted evidence against Donald Trump in 2016 to try to stop him from winning in 2016. They tried to plan evidence to use against him in the then they launched the uh, Russian collusion hoax when he won to try to as, as a coup attempt to try to remove him from office knowing that there wasn't anything there and they dug and they dug and they dug they tried to what they tried to do then was they tried to get process they tried to manufacture crimes against him through process crimes and that's how they actually got uh, Michael Flynn and that's how they actually got Roger Stone not that they found out that they'd committed any crimes but they but they they entrapped them and in the course of the interrogation created manu- they manufactured a, a a situation to where uh they made contradictory statements that they then basically threatened them and said well you know if you don't admit you lied and you know and plead guilty we're going to go after your family kind of stuff so that was what was going on in the russian uh, the russian collusion hoax and then when that didn't work they tried to manufacture evidence against it with a phony whistleblower who concocted lies that trump was trying to use the weight of the white house to try to target what was supposed to be his assumed uh, um, opponent in 2020 that it's just all different versions of planting evidence against him trying to frame him for crimes so, yes, yeah, there's nothing new here. So there's nothing new here. There's nothing new here. January 6th. What was that about? The, bi- the, the big lie of January 6th is that Donald Trump propagated violence and led an, an insurrection against the U.S. government. When the big lie is, is that he led a peaceful rally of people who had every right to be questioning the outcome of the election. And that in that in that event was infiltrated and and by the likes of Ray Epps and others and ever and all of that was about trying to frame Donald Trump and this is really just an extension of that so that's why Congresswoman Tenney has said that this is impeachment number four so let me just give you some details from the New York Post uh, courtesy via Eric Trump he revealed um, that the uh, he, he said the FBI agents refused to hand over the search warrant for their raid let me remind you that when we had Sheriff Songer from Washington on our show a couple of weeks ago, he said, if the ATF comes to your home and they try to uh, get your in, get your guns or get information about what guns you own, he says, you demand they show you the search warrant. If they don't, you call him. You call him. And, and you, if they don't, you tell them to get off your property. Then if they don't, you call him and they will arrest. You have a right to see the search warrant. The FBI re- didn't want to hand it over and refused. This according to Eric Trump. Then they made his attorney, Christina Bob, stand at the end of a driveway. Now, according to her, and they had 30 agents, um, he claimed that they wouldn't give her the search warrant. What she said later, she says, when I arrived and kind of announced myself as the legal representation for President Trump, I asked to see a copy of the warrant. And initially they refused and said, you know, we don't have to show it to you. Excuse me? 
Yeah, I believe they have to show you the search warrant. There was a bit of an exchange about whether it was appropriate to withhold the warrant when you're when you're searching the residence of a former president. Let me tell you, you better show me a search warrant. If you pull me over off the side of the road and you want to you want to look into my phone, you want it. You want anything but but driver's license or registration. You better show me a warrant. She goes on to say um, that they um, she went on to say that, you know, if you're searching the residence of the former president, who's likely to be the Republican nominee in the next election, she says, though they conceded and let me see it, they did not give me a copy of it right away, but they did let me sh- see it. Um, she says uh, um, it was very, I would say, thin, she said of the document. She said, as you can tell from public records, the affidavit, the supporting documentation of what the probable cause was to obtain the warrant has been sealed. Um, she had gone on to say that when they actually showed it to her, it was from 10 feet away and partially covered. They demanded, um, as I said before, that um, they, they demanded that the cameras be turned off. And it's a good thing that they didn't because there is there is footage. And that's when they saw watching the footage later. They were there for nine and a half hours and went into areas that they had no business being in. They had no business scrounging through Melania's closet. I mean, what did they, this was supposedly having to do with the Archives Record Act, which supposedly there are still three million documents, three million. I think I heard today, I think the number was three million documents from Barack Obama that he's never handed over. Supposedly, they're down there for nine and a half hours, as Charlie Kirk said today. That's not a raid. It's an occupation. And they're scrounging in Melania's closet like what? She's got classified documents shoved in her Birkin bags. Are you kidding me? They actually brought a guy there for the purpose. Of, he was a safe cracker. Like this is some kind of oceans, oceans, whatever those ocean movies are. Game plan. This thing was. This is absolutely outrageous. Read a couple of things today, Andrea, and there's a lot of people that are before this. We they say we were already in a civil war, and they are saying this was the battle line that was drawn. Well, I want to hear what uh, Rand Paul has had to say about this. I liked I liked a couple of his comments here. I didn't think it was particularly strong enough, um, but I'm glad to hear that there's some. Rep- Mitch McConnell said nothing yesterday, refused to say anything, but under pressure of people like me screaming that the establishment. Cornyn was tweeting out yesterday about Ukraine. Um, McConnell's going and acting like he cares about the floods in Kentucky and refusing to say anything about it. He finally issued a statement, you know, that was, you know, typical turtle, you know, cocaine Mitch saying something about, you know, we, you know, we, you know, um, Garland and the Department of Justice should already have provided answers to the American people and must do so immediately. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm stronger than that when it takes too long for me to get my Diet Coke from the drive through. Okay, this is an assault on our constitution and that's the level we're getting from mitch mcconnell but i want to play this Rand paul clip eskins please play clip four you know i think this is an attack on our constitutional republic i think it's an attack on the rule of law this is the fbi being used as a political weapon against your opponents but i can tell you i'm not surprised with christopher ray i've challenged him before on whether or not it's constitutional to allow foreign intelligence warrants to be used against americans you'll remember when they spied on trump to begin with it was a foreign intelligence 
Intelligence Corp. and warrant. And this is not really the same constitutional standard as the Fourth Amendment. And so they don't have to prove probable cause. And it was a terrible thing that we allowed to happen in our country. And it should never be used against a Republican or a Democrat candidate. But he allowed that and agrees with that. So I'm not surprised that he also would allow something like this to happen. Right. And this goes back to what I was talking about with the Patriot Act. We should have never. We, we George W. Bush, under the guise of 9-11, while he was apologizing and continued to apologize for the Islamist and refused to declare that the attack on 9-11 was in the name of Islam, set up the surveillance state against the American people and called it the Patriot Act. Didn't that sound kind of like the Affordable Care Act and the Inflation It's always the opposite of what they call it. Right. George W. Bush, he was just laughing it up last night with, with one of them late, uh, alleged late night talk show hosts. Um, but yeah, the, the point, the, the salient point here is the fact that the FBI, this is why we don't trust the FBI and the DOJ, and they do not deserve the benefit of the doubt. And now, because they, they, um, there may be surveillance, but we don't know that they didn't plant, we don't know that the cameras in, in the Trump and Mar-a-Lago captured everything. Do I think that they would plant evidence? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, the uh, the crossfire hurricane, the reason why they used the FISA courts, the reason why the DNC and Hillary Clinton going back to 2015 and 2016, the reason why uh, Fusion GPS um, was hired and they went the route of using the Russians and using the Steele dossier was because if they could make it this investigation as a part of the intelligence community, same thing that they did with Ukraine whistleblower, then they could skirt our U.S. Constitution rule of law. This is an, a continued attack on the rule of law. And this is what I was talking about in relation to Kavanaugh as well. The, there is multiple, the entire Democrat Party in every aspect has been waging an assault on the rule of law in this country. And every time they've done it, the Republican Party, whether it's been the rule of law involving our elections, our border, whether it's been the use of our courts, the FISA courts, the intelligence community, the FBI and DOJ to assault the rule of law, the DOJ, how it went after Kyle Rittenhouse, the assault on the rule of law is a tactic that they're using to completely shred the U.S. Constitution. And I don't care that Christopher Ray was a Republican appointee. This is why I said last night, when, and, 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 you know, uh, my apologies to Congressman Biggs if he didn't like some of the stuff I said about the Republican Party. But we're not going to fix this country, we patriots, if we're going to give a pass to those within our own party that have hurt us. Get him out of here. That's right. We're going to get out of here for a moment. We're going to take a break. When we come back, some people are wondering, if did this have something to do with the anniversary of Nixon's resignation? Is that is that is that timing at, at all involved here? Nixon's resignation. We're going to talk about that when we come back. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut too. It's the Andrea K. Show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Continuing uh, here, talking about this raid and what it means. Um. One of the things Eric Trump described in the in the raid was that the demeanor of the three DOJ lawyers who accompanied the FBI was described by one eyewitness. Uh, this, I guess, this isn't Eric Trump. This is just from New York Post. Was described by one eyewitness as arrogant, and they repeatedly told Trump representatives, "We have full access to everything. We can go everywhere." So quite the quite the um, emboldened. 
jack wagons. And this is something that we've been saying for a long time, that this is not just a few at the top. And one of the things that Skins and I have been saying is that we do expect there to be an indictment. What does this have to do with uh, Nixon's resignation? Um, I, I don't know that it has it to do with anything, uh, although it did occur on the day of Nixon's resignation. What I thought was interesting was when uh, I, I saw an interview with Monica Crowley, who I don't know if you guys know, she actually worked for Nixon, um, actually wrote a couple books about it. I used to have Monica Crowley on my show on a regular basis, and, and she kind of dropped off the radar. Could be because I stopped watching Fox. <laughs> um, but what I thought was interesting, actually, what I thought was interesting at first actually started to annoy me. And let me explain why. Because she was asked in the interview about um, whether or not that, that he had been such a fighter. And the question was, you know, did, did he, you know, did he just want to, was he willing to re- resign initially or did he want to fight for a little bit? You know, how did that play out? And um, because, you know, he was a fighter by nature and she said that, you know, his family wanted him to continue to fight on, that it wasn't his family that wanted him to give up. But that she felt like his resignation, um, it, it came about because, well, first of all, what ended up, his family wanted him to fight, and he was going to initially fight. And then the establishment, the, the Republican Party, according to her, the same Republican Party establishment types that are going after Trump, the never Trumpers, came to Nixon and told him that they would vote against him. And they wouldn't have his back, and that he would go down. And so she felt like... Um, that if his own party was going to vote against him, that he just felt like he was going to, he didn't want to put the nation through it. He didn't want to put his party through it. That basically, he just, he, you know, he kind of caved. She, the way she described it was that he just felt like if both parties, even his own party, was going to vote against him, that it was just would put the nation through too much and that he was just going to resign for the good of the nation. And she said, you know, it was not unlike back in 1960. When he ran against Kennedy and he had evidence of Kennedy's cheating in the election. And this, I'm sure, had to do with Mayor Daley and all that crap that happened in Chicago. And that even though he had evidence of cheating and the cheating that put Kennedy over the top, he felt like for the good of the nation, he needed to let the country heal. And I see you shaking your head. This caving in of the Republican Party to the left is why we are now having Donald J. Trump and have had him and his family pers- and, and, and people like Carter Page and George Papadopoulos and Michael Cohen and Michael General, Michael Flynn and on and on and on. Pers- and why we have American citizens sitting in a gulag in January 6th, because the idea is we're just going to heal. Had we, you know, done something about it, not turned a blind eye decades ago, Andrea, maybe, maybe we wouldn't be in this predicament today. Would, would we have our elections cleaned up instead of what all that all that did was in an enable and embolden election fraud in this country? All that did was an enable and, 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 and embolden. Did he do wrong in what happened with Watergate? Sure. But you compare it to what's going on now. How about him staying and fighting? How about his party saying, you know what? Doing like the Democrats do. You know what? He did wrong, but we're going to fight to the end because this man was elected by the people of the United States of America. And they have a right to decide what happens with his presidency here. Instead of just running, turn, turn and tail, we have been caving to the forces of the left and the establishment and the uniparty for decades. And that's why we're here. 
and we got to knock it off. After Kavanaugh was destroyed personally, no longer able to coach girls in basketball, lost his Harvard job because of the worst possible at false accusations against him by sitting members of the U.S. Senate. Mitch McConnell was asked about it afterwards. Are you going to go and file ethics charges, at least complaints against uh, Spartacus and Kamala Harris? Would she be vice president now if Mitch McConnell had held them accountable for what they did to an innocent man who now for and, and, and because Mitch McConnell said, oh, you know what? We go through this stuff. And then, you know, we you know, after we go through it, we reach across the aisle and shake hands. Well, you know what? You're not the one Mitch McConnell had a man show up outside your house because he didn't like how you ruled in a court decision wanting to assassinate you. And why do you reach across the aisle, Mitch? Why do you want to reach across the aisle with people that want to destroy this country? Right. And let me tell you, the same establishment that went to Nixon and told him to resign were probably the same ones that went to him the night that Donald Trump won in 2016 and said, you got to give Hillary a pass. You can't go after Hillary. The nation's got to heal. We got to heal. There's no healing. I don't seek healing with people that want to destroy me. No. No. And some of those same people are saying, how dare Trump plead the fifth today? Why does Trump have a problem with his house being raided? He was chanting, lock her up. Well, how about the fact that Trump is innocent and he's committed no crimes while Hillary Clinton literally committed 31,000 felonies for every email that was under subpoena government property that she destroyed and that she distributed via unsecure emails what were they called, SRTs or SAPs, that were such classified information that every time you got one, you had to go through a lie detector test in order to receive another one. And that's in, if, if you're a general in the U.S. military. So this is not Trump being hypocritical. This is two sets of laws in this country. And we're in this mess that we're in right now because the people in power just cared about staying in power and all they cared about was winning re-election not doing right for the american people we're going to take a break we come back we're going to bring in chris arps radio show host out of st louis also a member of project 21 first time on the andre k show i'm gonna have to beg forgiveness because i'm running late gotta bring him on he's fighting not just for this nation uh, and for trump but also for free speech in this country you're going to hear from him when we come back so don't you go anywhere this is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170. The answer, San Diego. AK, dynamite in a dress, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Super excited to have you guys with me. Can you tell I have lots of energy tonight? A little fairy, a little donut fairy left me a big, fat, yummy pink glazed with sprinkles in the studio for me tonight so i'm buzzed on the coffee and i'm buzzed on the sugar and i'm also buzzed on the fact that i've got a new friend on the show tonight he and i were on uh, common sense with wendy bell recently which is a newsmax show that's on saturdays and enjoyed being with him on the panel and he is a he's co-host of the uh the Tim, I think it's Tim John and Chris Arps show. He is Chris Arps, and their show is on News Talk St. Louis. But he's also um, one of the black leaders from Project 21, and they are demanding that Verizon reinstate One American News, which y'all know is about three miles from here. And so I'm excited and proud and honored to have him on the show tonight. Hi, Chris Arps. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. 
Andrew, thank you so much for having me on tonight. Really appreciate it. Well, I appreciate all you do. Had super fun uh, being on that panel with you on um, with Wendy Bell, Common Sense with Wendy, Wendy Bell. And um, okay, so let's start. I want to talk about what y'all are doing on, with Project Twenty One okay. and One American News, but I got to get your perspective on this raid and what happened. Oh my God! Well, I tell you, what we saw the other day was completely unprecedented that we saw the FBI and the Justice Department is politicized uh, to basically go after Joe Biden and the Democrats' main political enemy, which is Donald Trump. I mean, what this dispute seems to be, to me, is between documents that the administration has said are unclassified and the Justice Department has said are still classified. This seems like a dispute that the Justice Department and Donald Trump's lawyers you know, can work that out, make it, have it go to court, maybe even go up to the Supreme Court, and they compel uh, Donald Trump to turn over those documents. But to have a raid like this uh, is just totally unprecedented, and it's a sad day in our country. I think it is a sad day. I was on with Bruce Lavelle this morning on Newsmax, and he was talking about the similarities and the analogies. He goes, you know what? This ain't the first time the FBI and the DOJ uh, sought to use their powers and, and, wep- and, they, and, and had their powers weaponized against political opponents. They did the same thing to Martin Luther King. Do you agree with that analogy? Oh, I do. And we're seeing it over and over and over again. And what's most troubling, it seems that the Justice Department, the FBI, seems to have a pension to help and support Democrats. And we see what happened with Hillary Clinton, where she was able to uh, destroy 33,000 emails, uh, destroy phones, get rid of SIM cards. We see the situation with Hunter Biden. Uh, The Justice Mm -hmm. Department actually has his laptop that has plenty of crimes and the evidence is on there. And they've had it for at least a year and they've done nothing, but they raised the president's home uh, looking for disputed documents. Well, yeah, and in fact, Hunter Biden's laptop has what what some say allegedly have at least the appearance of sexual activity with under with what looks like could be underage girls. And so, where is the raid there, Chris Arps? Because there could be activity involving underage girls. But then again, the magistrate who signed off on this on this raid on Mar-a-Lago actually formally defended at the Epstein pals. And by the way, uh, we know that that those who hired Epstein and who raped uh, underage girls, their names were blacked out and were redacted during the trial against Ghislaine Maxwell. And so no, nobody, nobody who actually joined, none of the people that paid um, to go and rape underage girls, none of their homes were raided. And we still don't know who they are. But no, we got to go after Donald J. Trump. And now apparently, I guess, um, because the Trump family refused to turn off the security cameras, they were seen on camera raiding Melania's closet. It, Chris Arps. I mean, I mean, do these guys have a pension for Lebuton shoes? Is that what's going on here? <laughs> you know, when you connect the dots to all of this, I mean, it, it stinks to high heaven, and it makes you wonder. Now, there's been a lot of speculation because the Justice Department has not told the American people why this raid was mm. done, what evidence uh, they have to conduct this raid. So it makes you wonder exactly why was this raid conducted. And there's been a lot of speculation. Does Donald Trump have some type of damaging information on the deep state that they desperately want to get back? And so this uh, dispute over 
uh, so-called documents. It was really just a ruse so that it could go in and search the house and, and try to find what they're really looking for. I don't know. But we need to have answers from the Justice Department and mm-hmm. not have the press secretary at the White House say she's not going to answer any questions about it and defers to the uh, Justice Department. And they're silent. The American right. people owe an explanation uh, about why this happened and this, un- this unprecedented action was taken. Well, they want to control the narrative and they want to continue to push out false information. And one of the and they they were able to successfully convince half this country who still believe that he colluded with the Russians because the Democrat spokespeople in the media push out lies as though it's facts all day long. And the American people eat it up. The American people turn on CNN or they turn on MSNBC and think that because they're part of the old alphabet legacy media that they're going to that they're getting the truth. And and, and it's easier to to. Um, uh, what's what, I think P.T. Barnum said it's easier to, mm-hmm. um, uh, to how did he put it? It's either easier to lie to people or to convince them of something than it is to convince them that they've been lied to. I can't remember exactly how he put yeah. it. Um, but yeah, once once you've once you've convinced people of a, of a lie, they believe it, and then and they don't yeah. want to believe later on that they've been lied to or that they've been man, manipulated. And control the message, and you control minds, and control minds, you control control the outcome of the elections, and that's why they've been targeting conservatives in in media, including One American News, which is not far uh, from from me. We're talking to Chris Arps, who's a co-host of a radio show at a News Talk St. Louis, and he's also um, on in Project Twenty One, which is demanding. That Verizon reinstate One American News. Tell everybody what Project Twenty One is. I know it's got some people that I'm a fan of, sure. like Stacy on the right and Alveda King. Tell everybody what Project Twenty One is and what you, what you guys are hoping to accomplish um, through Verizon and One American News. Yeah, Project Twenty One is a part of the NationalCensor.org, which is based in Washington D.C. And it came into prominence during the L.A. riots, the whole Rodney King affair. Uh, you know, traditionally, African-Americans are considered to be liberal and to be Democrat. And so this organization was put together with a bunch of conservatives to show that not all African-Americans are liberal or Democrat. And some of us are conservative and believe strongly in a conservative message. And so there are many of us. We write articles. Um, they get published in, in, in major newspapers and magazines. We do radio shows. Um, like yours, talking about the things that we've written. And we have the opportunity to appear on great shows like Wendy Bell's. And in the morning, I'll be on uh, Wake Up America on Newsmax Ooh, good. at 5, 36, and 7 on their panel. And so we're, we're, a, we're a, a avenue to show that there are other voices within the African-American community that are not entirely liberal. That's awesome, and uh, more people need to know about you guys. You, we, we need to help you get a bigger presence so that people are aware. Of course, the left doesn't want anybody to know you exist. So why did you guys decide to put some pressure on Verizon and help One American News? Well, because, one, we do a lot of our folks with Project 21. We do media appearances on OANN. We do media appearances on Fox News, uh, on Newsmax. And we need, there needs to be an outlet to show that there are black conservative voices out there. And it's disappointing to see that OANN is not making this decision based on a business decision, it seems like. It seems like they're making the decision because left-wing activists 
are discouraging them from carrying OANN uh, programming. You know, this is personal to me. The new station that I'm on here in St. Louis, News Talk SDL, uh, we're a new startup. We started last summer. Uh, we, a lot of us came from a, another station that was in town and came with this startup. And about three months into the startup of our station, uh, YouTube suspended our, our account <sighs> because we were playing commercials basically promoting our station that says we're about news, analysis, and opinion. Mm. And apparently YouTube found that offensive <laughs> and suspended our account. Crazy. And eventually our account was canceled because of some of the things we were just reporting on talking about COVID. We're a news talk station. We talk about opinions. We talk about news. But apparently that was too much for YouTube and they censored us. So that's why it was important for me and for others to sign this letter to urge OANN to allow uh, them to uh, 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 Verizon, excuse me, to allow OANN to stay on the network because those voices need to be heard. Well, yeah, and, and the truth of the matter is, Chris, if if the Democrats knew that they had the the right policies and the right agenda for this country, and they knew that they could sell those through facts and truth, they wouldn't need to silence anybody at all. They wouldn't need to silence One America. They wouldn't need to silence you or anybody else. But they know that they can't sell their agenda because it's not good for any Americans. And you know, and while they pretend to be the party of the African Americans, the party of women, the party of Latin Americans, they're really the party of the Democrats who just want to have a centralized system of power with complete control over our lives. And, and, as, the, and as their policies, um, now that they are in power and they've got, they've got Biden in there, as everybody can tell that they're horrific and the results are horrific, they've got to try to hide it from the American people, yeah. right? They've got to try to feed us nonsense like Joe Biden's out there spewing today that inflation is at zero percent. Like we can't tell, you know, what it actually costs at the grocery store. So, you know, this is, you, you know, really the left's aim is to end up with a system like they had at the USSR, what they got in NOCO right now, you know, state controlled, state controlled media with the citizens only getting the information that they want, uh, you know, to be out there. And then and then if there is anybody who's sharing a different message, ultimately, they want us to be to be locked up for it. I think that's the end game. If they can't. And it sounds very and it sounds very familiar. I mean, that's the M.O. of communist socialist um, philosophies, governments Uh, in China. There's no free speech in China. There's no free speech in Venezuela or in or in uh, Cuba, and it's the same thing within the African-American, unfortunately. If you don't tow the liberal democratic line, then you're an Uncle Tom and you're mm-hmm. a sellout and your voice is squashed, and, and we don't want to hear it. Now, I'm not saying that because I want to be a victim and I want people to feel sorry for me, because when I say that, uh, the liberals accuse you of whining and right. all of that. I'm just telling the truth. <laughs> that's 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 the way it is. Well, it is the truth. I mean, they just kicked out my, you know, one of my personal heroes, Clarence Thomas. They just kicked him out of George mm-hmm. Washington University. I mean, a Supreme Court justice can't even teach a class. Are you kidding me? Because his yeah. skin, because his opinion doesn't match what they think it should be given his skin color. And to me, that's just an abomination. And it's just, you know, I've got to leave it there, Chris, because I'm up against a break. I thank you so much for being here. Tell everybody how they can get information on you, how they can support your show, you, Project 21. I appreciate that. It's uh, the website is nationalcenter.org. You'll find Project 21 on that side. My personal website is ChristopherArps.com. 
And uh, you can catch me usually every Thursday on Newsmax's Wake Up America program at 530, uh, 6 and 7, uh, Central Standard Time. And I appear on the uh, political power panel, as they call it, Andrea. Well, God bless you for getting up that early, man, because that's rough. <laughs> Ouch on that. <laughs> and thank you for being uh, here, my dear. That. Hope you come back thank soon. Thank you. Take good care, I honey. will. Thank you so much. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. we got one more segment before we end the hour. Is an indictment imminent? A high-profile legal analyst said, yes, it was today against Donald J. Trump. Stay tuned. we got more to talk about. 888-344-1170. This is the Andrea K. Show on AIM 1170. The Answer, San Diego. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Um, Skins and I discussed a while back, did, did we think Trump was going to be indicted or not? Most people today, Glenn Beck is saying, oh, the purpose is just to keep him from running in 2024. I mean, obviously, they don't want him to run in 2024. Uh, they also, you know, they, they also want to try to stop him from, you know, um, endorsing candidates are going to continue to win. I mean, right now they are looking at this man and going, we have dumped a case of raid on this cockroach and all of his little cockroach supporters. And he's still standing. And he's still standing. And not only that, but the the the, the number of cockroaches is growing. And now we got cockroaches like Carrie Lake and others winning every primary after primary. And you look at the turnout, what happened in Arizona. They did everything they could to try to stop her from winning that primary. The establishment did. So they have to indict Trump. I absolutely believe that they have to. Here is a famed court TV legal commentator, Joey Jackson on CNN. Clip two. You know, the fact is, is that we are in uncharted waters here, right? Who goes to a president's residence to take documents? In my view, John, I think the issue here is that indictment, and I'll say it, I think it's imminent as it relates to the president. Look at the timing and everything else. I think he's in trouble. I think his surroundings, Jeffrey Clark, John Eastman, perhaps uh, Mr. Julianne. Yep. They're going to have to go there because nothing they've done so far works and i think that they will go there on the thinnest of evidence and and if even if they have to manufacture it i'm absolutely convinced of it the the raid the reason why they didn't subpoena the documents instead of raiding is the same reason why they didn't call peter peter navarro's people and say can you have him come in no they went to an airport in front of people and publicly had to make a statement yeah they had to make a statement they will not stop until you see donald trump in handcuffs that's the plan we're gonna take a break hour two on its way for tonight's andrea k show how come what, what what has people shocked in the irs job posting today We'll share we'll share that with you when we come back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.